Oh, what a joy to be here. Back uh, here amongst you, Lincoln. Uh, today, this morning, bring to you the good news. Glad tidings. Only good news that there is in the world today. Jesus and his love. Like a copy of God's word, sir. Read for yourself. That's right. Would you like a copy, yeah. no? No, thank you, mate. No. Have a nice day, sir. Have a nice day. So we're here, friends, to uh, bring you the good news. Glad tidings. There's still a saviour. God's word hasn't changed. Still loves the world. Gave his only begotten son into the world. That through him that the world, even you yourself, might be saved. To the glory, praise of God in Jesus Christ. Listen up, hear the word of God, the saved, the engrafted word that is able to save your precious, precious, never dying souls. Amen. Word of God offered to you, we have Bibles, New Testaments, this here Gospel of John, freely offered to you, no cost, no obligation to you, None whatsoever, like a copy of God's Word. Check these things out for yourself. See that they are so according to what we speak to you here today. Receive God's Word, read, study, meditate upon it. Who knows, maybe God gives you the light that you need to see the glory of God in the face of his son Jesus Christ that you might know him that you might be known of him that you might know his love his favor his grace his forgiveness that you might know eternal life these are these says Jesus that testify of me it's here that you find him it's here that you find eternal life it's here that you find the grace and the love of God, the undeserved favor and mercy of God Mate, in Jesus chairs, Christ. What's that? You're not taking the chairs, are you? Am I what? You're not taking the chairs. What do you mean? Uh, you're not using them, are you? Not using them, no. no that's what I meant. That's all I meant. <laughs> okay. So, friends, you like a copy of God's word? You come and ask one, ask for one freely, offered to you, no cost. No obligation to you. You got a question pertaining to these matters or which we're here for, feel free to ask. I don't have the answers to all your philosophical dilemmas, but I do have the answer to the most important question of them all. What must I do to be saved? Answer, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. And of course, well, if you would like somebody to pray for you, that God would save you, enlighten your soul, bring to you the knowledge of himself, then we would love to be able to do that for you here this afternoon. 
But it's the gospel, the good news, that God so loved the world that he gave. Because he's a giving God, he loves to give. And he has given his very best in giving his only begotten son, that through him that the world might be saved. The gospel, good news, glad tidings for sinners. The one thing that a sinner needs above everything and all else is a savior. And God himself has provided the savior. This is the love of God, is it not? and sending his son into the world. Look where you will, the world over. Look up, look down. Where do you see, where do you find? The love of God, I ask you. You see nothing, nothing but the evidence of the wrath of God. So where does a person go? Where do you go to find, to see the evidence for the love of God? In the cross where Jesus where the Son of God bled and died. Herein is the love of God that he sent his only begotten Son into the world to die on that cross. He came. He took our natures. Had to do. Why? Because the nature that sinned must pay the penalty. Took our natures, lived and loved and died, and rose again from the dead in order. In order that you might know the love of God, experience the love of God, know the forgiveness of God, and know the very life of God in your soul. It's what Jesus means when he says you must be born again. Except the man be born again, cannot see, cannot behold the kingdom of God. Let alone enter into it. You must be, Jesus says so. The Bible records it. You must be born again. Not physically, not naturally, but spiritually. God coming to you through the preaching of the gospel and putting his life into your soul and shedding his love abroad in your heart by the Holy Spirit. This God does by the foolishness of preaching. This is the means, don't you know, that God has ordained that men and women be saved, be brought to a knowledge of himself. Foolishness to those who are perishing. Foolishness to those who are on the pathway to perdition. But through the foolishness of God, men and women are saved, regenerated, not made religious, regenerated. It's resurrection that you need, not religion. The resurrection from the dead by the preaching of the gospel. New life brought to you, inserted into you, made alive in Jesus Christ. Set you be born again. You cannot see the kingdom of God. As one a good man once said, if you're not born again, the day will come when you will wish you had never been born at all. It's our hope and our prayer for you today, Lincoln City sinners, that uh, you be born again today, that you receive the engrafted word able to save your soul, that you receive the living word of God, that you receive the Son of God, came to his own, but his own 
received him not, but to as many as did receive him. To them that believed on his name, he gave the right, the authority, he gave the power to become a child of God. That's how you become a child of God. Not by natural birth, but by supernatural birth. By being reborn, born again, born from above, born of God. Not something you can perform yourself. Not something that you can do. No flesh shall ever be justified before me, says God, by their own doing, their religious doing, their doing of good works. It's by grace, grace alone, faith alone, in Christ alone. The only way back to God from the dark path of sin. Oh, the grace, the wonderful amazing, astonishing, free grace of God, freely offered to you, freely set before you here today, this afternoon, in the city of Lincoln, freely offered, freely received. The grace of God comes to you, the grace that would save, the amazing, astonishing grace of God that brings life from the dead, that brings salvation to your soul. Amen. Receive the grace of God. How you say? Through faith, believing, trusting, not in a religion, but trusting, trusting in a person, the person of God's Son, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, trusting in Him and what He has accomplished, what He has done, His living, His loving, is dying, rising again from the dead. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and this salvation shall be yours. Word of God for you here today in Lincoln this afternoon. Listen up. It's the word of God. It's not the word of man. It's not my word, not my opinion. God's word, God's opinion. Take heed, hear. Listen to these words. Your soul, eternal destiny, hangs upon what you do with God's word. He has spoken these words in order that you might be saved, that you might be delivered from the wrath to come, that you might be delivered from the present wrath of God. Bible tells me, for the wrath of God is revealed presently now is revealed from heaven against all the ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold, hold down the truth and unrighteousness and wickedness, denying the very existence of God. You're visited with the wrath of God. So listen up. Hear the word of God. The curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked but he blesses the habitation of the just. Amen. The curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked. Curse of God lies upon mankind. Why? Because of its apostasy, because of its departure from its maker. This is the entirety of mankind. Do you ever wonder? you ever think to yourself, why is it that man can't put things right? that man can't put his world back together again, 
that all your politicians and all your princes, with all their cleverness and all the resources available to them, they can't put your nation back together again? Why is it, why is it that there's wars and rumors of wars? Why is it there's famine and pestilence? Why is it there's all this brokenness? And why can't man, if he's so clever, so wise, why can't he put it all back together again and make it work? This is why. Because the curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked. The curse of God lies upon mankind. The curse of God is operating in the midst of mankind. And no matter what man does, no matter what man seeks to do, attempts to do, God just breathes on it and brings it down again because his curse lies upon mankind because of your departure from God, because of your denial of God, because of your departure from your maker, from your best good. And all oh my friends, there is but one thing and one thing only that can remove the curse of God from off of mankind and that's the blood of his son Jesus Christ. He came into the world to die that cursed death. He came to die on a cross. Why a cross? Had to be a cross. Had to be the cursed death in order to redeem us those who believe from the curse of God. It's the only way out. It's the only way out from under the curse and the wrath of God that lies upon man. It's what's due to you. Oh, many, many a time you say when bad things happen to you, when your will is crossed, you say, oh, I didn't deserve this. I didn't deserve this bad stuff. But oh my friends, the only thing that you do deserve from the hand of God is nothing but his wrath, is nothing but the curse of God. Oh, the curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked. It's in the midst of your families. It's in your home. It's in your workplaces. It's everywhere you carry it about with you. Everywhere you go, curse to a man, curse to a woman. And there's only one answer to it. Somebody has to die. And that person is Jesus Christ. He's done the dying. He's done the hard bit. He's taken the curse. The Son of God. Sinless Son of God. Who loved sinners. And went to that cross in order to redeem them from the curse of God. Went to that cross in order that by believing, trusting, confiding in the person of the Son of God and His work, what He has done, living, loving and dying and rising again from the dead, confiding, putting your confidence fully in Him, the curse and the wrath of God are lifted from off you. This is the love of God for you. Lincoln City Centers today. Amazing, astonishing. It's still written indelibly in God's Word. God so loved the world that He did this. 
that he sent his only begotten son into the world to do this, to lift the curse from off of you, remove his wrath from off of you, to deal with his own wrath and anger, remove it from you, set you free, liberate you. He came, he lived, he loved and he died. What for? To take away your sin. Take away that which is an offense to God. Take away your apostasy. Take away your atheism. Take away your godlessness. Take away your sin. Take away your guilt. Take away your shame. Take away your blame. Take the curse and the wrath of God from off of you. That's why he had to die on a cross. Why he did die on a cross. In order that you might be liberated, washed and made clean. Why? The Son of God, the lovely, spotless Son of God came into the world not to make you healthy, wealthy, prosperous, but to save sinners, which you all are departed from God, even from your mother's womb, conceived in sin there, born in sin nine months later, living in sin, dying in sin, and going to a lost eternity unless, unless the grace of God comes to you, unless by the grace of God, through faith in the Son of God, Jesus Christ, you are saved. The curse, the curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked. How can we get it out of your house? How can we get it out of your dwelling place? How can we get it out of your heart? By the preaching of the gospel, that which we're doing here today, preaching Jesus Christ to you, Christ and Him crucified, the only answer to man's dilemma, the only answer to man's trouble, your greatest, your greatest trouble, Lincoln City sinners, that the curse of God is upon you and only Jesus Christ can remove it from you. Jesus, who loved sinners and gave Himself for them, you may go out of this world unsaved, you might go out of this world not knowing God, but I tell you this, you do not go out unloved. There's one who loves you and sent his only begotten Son into the world to die on that cross in order that you might know the love of God, experience the love of God, the forgiveness of God, the free justification of God for everyone who believes in Jesus, trusts in Jesus. That moment from God, a pardon receives. No condemnation for them that are in Christ Jesus. But out of Him, out of Christ, you have nothing but the curse and the wrath of God. In Christ, no condemnation. In Christ, free. In Christ, forgiven in Christ justified unto all eternity. Amen. No charges against you. None at all. And all because of what? Because of you? Because of something you've done or something you do? 
No, because of Jesus and his love. A Savior who loves you, I tell you, loves you here this afternoon and sent his servants amongst you to declare the truth as it is in Jesus that you might be saved from your worst nightmare. Saved from the full and the final outworking of the curse and the wrath of God upon mankind. Today, today, while you hear his voice, harden not your hearts, but rather turn, yield yourself to the Son of God. His arms are open wide. He welcomes you, welcomes you. Draw near to him as he draws near to you through the preaching of the everlasting gospel. My friends, there is no other hope for the world. There is no other way back to God from the dark path of sin. I am the way, the truth, and the life, says Jesus. No man comes to the Father but by me. Neither is there salvation in any other name. Allah, Muhammad, the Pope of Rome, the Watchtower Society, neither, says the Word of God, neither is there salvation in any other name. What name? Jesus Christ, the Son of God, Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God. How do we know? How do we know that he was approved of God? By the miracles, by the wonders, by the signs that he performed. Raising the dead to life, giving eyesight to the blind. A man approved of God by his resurrection from the dead. Now the Son of God with power. All power in heaven and earth is given unto him. Following his resurrection, a man approved of God. And you receive him, you take him, and you get God's approval. But you despise you reject the Son of God, and God will despise and reject you. You will get God's disapproval even further than you have now. The curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked, but God sent His Son, Jesus Christ, into the world in His love for you, a sinner, that you might be rescued, that you might be redeemed from under the curse, the curse of a broken law that lies upon you. Not only are you a sinner by nature, but a sinner by practice, breaking every single one of God's commandments. You've got a broken law to answer for. You've got a sinful nature to answer for. But God, in the immensity, I tell you, the generosity of his love, this is the love of God, Lincoln City sinners for you. In the generosity of his love, in his kindness, loving kindness, sent his only begotten, sent his very best, the apple of his eye. Even Jesus, the Son of God, sent him into the world to be taken by the hands of men, wicked, cruel, evil men, taken by the hands of men and nailed to the cross and there on that cross hung between heaven and earth hung between heaven and earth to the Son of God think on it not fit for heaven not fit for earth alone abandoned in God's universe 
with the curse of God lying upon him and hell's damnation on him. That which is due to you, a sinner, wicked, unbelieving hearts, godless, atheistic, evolutionist, huh? this God did for you that you might be rescued from your foolish philosophies and from your unbelieving hearts. God so loved the world. This is the outworking of it. This is what God has done. Amazing grace. Absolutely astonishing. I tell you, the thing that amazes, astonishes me, is that God hasn't judged us all. That God doesn't just sweep us out of his universe. And your wickedness, and the wickedness of this generation presently, the insanity of it, I wonder that God just doesn't come in wrath and just sweep you all off the planet. But still, indelibly, irreversibly, written down in black and white so you don't forget it. Here in His Word, God so loved the world. This evil, not the bigness of it, the evil of it. God so loved this evil, wicked world. Amazing, astonishing grace and love. God so loved this evil world that he gave his only son up to the death of the cross to redeem those under the curse and under the wrath of God. Amen. The curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked. And all oh, my friends, if it becomes final, Lord forbid, Lord forbid, but if it becomes final, if that wrath of God presently, presently upon an apostate mankind, departed from God, denying God, ungodly, unholy, unrighteous, unfit for living, unfit for God, unfit for heaven, should you die that way? Should you die that way? Should you leave this world? Should you breathe your last? No, that's not the end. That's not the finish. That's not the conclusion of the matter. It's appointed unto man once to die. After that then comes the judgment. Then you stand before God and you give account. You give account. Jesus says for every idol word that you've ever spoken. You give account in that day, even for this day. You give account even for this occasion, this very moment, when the gospel, the good news, the love of God was being declared to you. But it was nothing, it was nothing to you who passed by that God should so love the world, that God should send His only Son, and His only Son should die upon the cross, in order to relieve you of the curse, but you would have none of it. What do you think? What do you think God would do with you in such a day as that? When you close your eyes in death, open them the other side, and you're faced with the judge of all the earth. What a terrible, what a tragic, what a disastrous day that will be. 
But he says to you, I never, I never knew you. I never knew you. Depart from me, you worker of iniquity. It's not that you know God. That's not the issue. The question is, does he know you? Does he know you? That is, does he love you? That is, is his affection, is his grace towards you? Are you known? Are you known of God? That's the thing. If he doesn't know you in that day, if you've never been known of God in that day, that will be your sentence. That will be the final judgment. Many, many judgments there are in this life, in this world. God comes. Oh, he comes, Jesus. He's always coming. Comes invisibly. Comes and he saves one here and saves another there. He comes in acts of judgment. He comes in the earthquake. He comes in the famine. He comes in the airplane crash. He comes in the train crash. He comes in the car crash. Takes one out of this world and saves another. Always coming. Always judging. Always, always, always coming and always judging. But he's coming again visibly. He's coming with his holy angels. The Bible says in flaming fire to take vengeance upon all them that know not God and who obey not the gospel. In that day you will be an object of his vengeance if you have not obeyed the gospel, if you have not come to know God in his grace and love and favor set before you now. The finality, the last judgment, the last day and all the religion in the world all the religion in the world won't save you from that. The fictitious God of Allah won't save you from that. Dead prophet Muhammad can't save you from that. It's a living savior that you need. One who's alive and alive from the dead and coming soon and coming to judge the world in righteousness. And I tell you that day is approaching. That day is approaching coming swiftly, coming speedily. Time, Lincoln City sinners. Time you were right with God. Time you received the grace of God before that final judgment, before you stand before the judgment throne of Jesus Christ. God has given you notice. Don't you know that he intends to judge all mankind? In that day, by the man that he has raised from the dead, even Jesus Christ. In that day, he'll be your judge. Judge Jesus. The one, my friends, who today would be your savior. The one who today would, would pluck you as a brand from the burning. The one who would wash you and make you clean. The one who would make you fit for heaven. The one who would make you holy. The one... The, the one who would save you. Today, my friends, in that day, he'll be your judge. In that day, in that day, my friends, he will dispense with you according to what you have done with the gospel. 
according to what you have done with God's Son, Jesus Christ. This is the gospel. This is the good news. This is the glad tidings that God, God has done something, something to help you, something mighty powerful in His grace and love sent His only Son into the world that through Him that you might be rescued from the curse and the wrath of God that lies upon mankind presently. And soon, my friends, for all eternity to rot in the flames and the fires of hell. Bible says the smoke of their torment rises up forever. Forever is a long time. Eternity, never ending. In a million years time, you'll still be in existence. But where? Heaven or hell? Unquenchable flames of the unquenchable love of God. Which will it be, Lincoln City Sinners? Which will it be? Choose you this day whom you will serve. God or Satan the devil. The one who holds you in his grasp, in his snare. But Jesus came to destroy his works. Came to set men free. Set the captive free. Set you free today. Lincoln City, repent ye and believe the gospel, the good news on Jesus Christ, that you might be liberated, that you might be restored, that you might be brought back to God from the dark, dark path of sin. Yep. Oh, he says, but the blessing, the blessing, he blesses the habitation of the just. Amen. He blesses the habitation, the dwelling place of the just. Who are the just? Those who are justified by the grace of God. Those who are justified by the grace, the unmerited favor of God. Amen. Those who believe in Jesus. Hallelujah. By faith. By faith. Peace with God through faith justified unto all eternity no condemnation no charges ever to be brought against you again Amen. believing in Jesus Christ justified freely by his grace not working not working not doing not being but simply resting trusting in the Son of God, His person, His work, what He has done, His dying, His rising from the dead, trusting in Jesus Christ in my gospel. Justified, just as if you had never sinned, just as if you had never broken one of God's laws. Justified, just as if you had never been conceived and born in sin justified, cleared before the court of heaven. He blesses. He blesses the dwelling place of the just. Of those he justifies, he blesses them with all the blessings of God and Christ. But they're all in Christ, Lincoln. You can't get the blessings of God. 
You can't get the peace of God. You can't get the forgiveness of God. You can't get the eternal life. You can't get the blessings of God out of Christ. Only in Christ. Only in Christ is there blessing. Nothing but curse outside of Christ. But in Christ and Jesus. Believing into Him. Not believing on Him. Believing into Him. Get yourself into Christ. Get yourself into Jesus. That's where the blessing is. That's where the happiness is. That's where the joy is. That's where the peace is. Peace of God that passes all understanding. Why? Because you've been justified. Because God has forgiven you. Because God has cleared you. God blesses those who trust. Those who believe in His Son, Jesus Christ. The blessing, the blessing of God upon the dwelling place, the heart that is of men and women whom He justifies freely by His grace. Something God does, my friends. You do a lot of things, you know, in this life, in this world that you think will make you happy. Bring happiness to you. Bring prosperity. You look to the things of this world. You look to the things of this earth. Material things. But they don't bring you happiness. Doesn't matter what you achieve. Doesn't matter what you obtain. Doesn't matter how much you get, you're still not happy. The moment you've got the thing that you covet the most, it goes flat immediately and you're wanting something else. Always, always, always wanting more, but never getting the blessing, never getting the happiness that you search for. Because that's not where the blessing lies. In material things. It's in knowing God. It's in knowing God and knowing the one that He has sent even Jesus Christ, this is eternal life. It's eternal life that brings happiness. Blessedness, the Bible calls it. And the blessing, the blessing rests upon the habitation of the just, of the righteous. Not the unrighteous, not the ungodly. Not those who are conscious to God. There's nothing but curse there, but the blessing, the blessings upon the just. And how do you get justified? Well, again, faith, believing, trusting, confiding. Feeling your confidence, full-blown confidence in nothing and nobody but the Son of God and what He has done, what He has accomplished for sinners, Lincoln City sinners. God in Christ has done this for sinners, not for good people. You're a good person. You're good to go. You're one of these people that says to my colleagues as they offer you a Christian leaflet, I'm okay. No, that's self-righteousness. That's self-righteousness, Lincoln. No, sinners. God, in the generosity of His love, in His kindness and His goodness, undeserved kindness and goodness. God, 
has done this, sent his only son into the world to lift the curse, to redeem you from the curse. That this blessedness, this happiness, this joy that comes from knowing that your sins are forgiven, comes from knowing that you have eternal life through the Son of God for sinners, wicked sinners, the worst of you, the best of you. No sin deeper, I tell you, than the grace of God in Jesus Christ. So whoever you are, whatever you are, whatever you've done, been doing, however long you've been doing it, however disgusting it might be, I tell you, there's hope for you, there's love for you, there's grace for you, and it's set before you, it's offered to you here, this afternoon, Lincoln City Sinners, come on, come all, come and take unconditionally, unconditionally, no religious hoops to jump through, you come to me, says Jesus, come to me and I give you my righteousness, Come to me and I justify you. Come to me and I bless you. You come to me, that's all. You rest, you don't work. You rest in Jesus, trust in Jesus, and you get the eternal blessedness of God through his son, Jesus Christ. For sinners, sinners, Lincoln City, sinners, whatever manner, whatever kind, of sinner you be come today do not delay the time is short the Bible says coming coming again soon coming to judge the world in righteousness too late then to get right with God too late then to get justified too late then to believe Oh, you'll believe then, but too late. Now is the time, says God. Now is the accepted time. Now is the day of his favor. The day when the gospel, the good news is being declared amongst you. Now, says God, now. It's the only time you've got. You haven't got tonight. You haven't got tomorrow. You haven't got the weekend. You haven't got your imaginary old age. All you've got is now. Now, says God. Good news, Lincoln City Center. Good news for you. Christ died for the ungodly. That's you. Christ died for the ungodly, for the unrighteous, the unholy, the cursed. Those under the wrath of God, Christ died for such. Come to him, receive the benefits of his dying love. Receive the benefits of his resurrection from the dead. Come by faith, come in the way that he demands. Come in the way that he commands. What is that? Repent ye and believe the gospel, he says. Repent and believe the gospel. For the kingdom of God is at hand. And that's the only way you can enter God's kingdom of grace, love, and favor. 
in the way of repentance, faith towards Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Repent and believe the gospel. You'd like a copy of God's Word. I have Bibles, New Testaments. I got this here Gospel of John. Good place to begin reading the Bible if you've never read it before. You'd like a copy of God's written Word. Check these things out for yourself. See that they are so according to God's own record testimony. You like a copy of God's written word, you come and ask for one. You have a question pertaining to these matters, feel free to come and ask it. You like somebody to pray for you, that God would indeed bless you with his salvation, bring you to a knowledge of himself, then I would just love to do that for you also. God bless you, Lincoln. God bless you and have mercy, mercy I see upon your precious, precious, never dying soul.